Hello and welcome to the Sports Shorts Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Thies. Sports Shorts is brought to you by the Sport Management Program at North Dakota State University and supported by the Department of Health, Nutrition, and Exercise Sciences in the Office of Teaching and Learning. Today, we'll be talking about the conference realignment in college football and so mainly Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12 and joining the SEC, including the other schools that will be joining the Big 12 to and how that will impact the Big 12 and the SEC and mainly Texas and Oklahoma. And also why I personally think it is a bad move for Texas and Oklahoma and what will happen to the Big 12 and the future of college football. <clears throat> so, Texas going to the SEC, it will mean their rivalry with Texas A&M will come back, and that is one of the biggest rivalries for them besides Oklahoma is Texas A&M. So we will get that game back almost probably every year now. But for Texas, I mean, they can't... They could barely even win the Big 12, which is, in history, one of the second worst conferences. And now they think they can compete with the Alabama, the Georgias, and the top two teams in college football, including LSU and just the hard schedule the SEC will bring them instead of playing Kansas every year. And it's Texas, so they usually lose against Kansas. <clears throat> and then Oklahoma, they fell off this past season with Lincoln Riley leaving and taking Caleb Williams with him to USC and bringing in defensive coordinator from Clemson to be their head coach, Brett Venables. I thought that was a good move for them, but their offense was not what... Most people expect from Oklahoma offenses, especially the quarterback play. So Oklahoma moving doesn't make sense anymore. At first with Lincoln Riley and the offensives, offense, you saw it when they played Georgia, when they had Baker Mayfield. They competed against Georgia, went to overtime. But that's still going to be a lot tougher schedule. And I'm not sure Oklahoma can handle that right now, especially with a roster that won't be able to compete against them, in my opinion. And the SEC will probably be changing up their schedules for Texas and Oklahoma. They will probably be facing Alabama or Georgia. doesn't matter each one. They're both top dogs in college football. But I think both conferences will have to realign and maybe Vanderbilt will finally get kicked out of the SEC. Missouri maybe could, but I don't see them getting moved. The only team I for sure that I could see getting moved down to the group of five is Vanderbilt just because their football program is not very good at all. And um, and then the teams going to the Big 12 will be BYU, 
which they were independent before. And, I mean, I don't really think any of these teams are really going to be a good replacement for either of these teams. But they also bring back, they bring in Cincinnati, who just went to the college football playoff not too long ago. But they just lost their head coach to Wisconsin. Houston comes in and UCF. UCF had a really good year, went undefeated, declared themselves as national champions. So, I mean, they've had good years. Um, Gus Malzahn's there for their head coach, so he, he knows how to win. He won at Auburn. Houston, I mean, they've been, I guess, consistent, but they've never been a top, I would say, 10 team in the country, unlike Cincinnati has, past few years UCF was. And BYU's just kind of a mid-team, I would say. I mean, they don't, they aren't the best, they aren't the worst, they're just BYU. And it's kind of interesting how Notre Dame won't have joined a conference now because all because BYU joining an independent they were independent and Notre Dame's independent. See why they wouldn't want to go to the Big Twelve. But I'm wonder if they even got invite to join the Big Twelve. I'm not sure about that. But um I mean the Big Twelve is probably now the weakest conference in college football because their two biggest teams left. The two teams that make money, that gets all the views on TV left. Now their best team is two best are Kansas State and TCU. And those teams sure won't bring in a lot of views because TCU was kind of a dark horse this team with making the playoff. They had a magical run, but even then, I don't think next year they're going to be as good. Kansas State may drop off after winning the Big 12 this year. So I think with these moves, the Big 12 won't have a playoff team unless they have good out-of-conference schedules, like if they go play a top-tier ACC team or Big 10 team or even SEC team just because their strength of schedule won't be anywhere near any other conference. So I could see the SEC now getting almost two playoff teams each year if they don't expand. I could still see two of them just being two out of the four in the playoff. And then Texas, I mean, they will be able to get more recruits, compete with Alabama and Georgia. They already have been a little bit, but now they can say we're playing in the best conference. We can go compete with these guys. You can take them off the top of college football if you come here. But Texas hasn't really been relevant for years now since Colt McCoy left. And and so I don't think... I don't think moving for Texas or Oklahoma was a smart move just because they had such dominance over the Big 12. And they brought in a lot of uh, fans for their games 
for those in-conference games as well. And um, for Cincinnati, it makes sense. They moved up to the Big 12 just because they just kind of dominated the American Conference for a while. But last year, they lost it to Tulane. Like none, so, and Houston went five, eight, and five overall last year. So I don't see they're going to compete very well at the next step above. So I'm not sure. I know it'll be more money for them, better recruits for them. So recruiting is going to be a lot different for all these teams. Texas, Oklahoma, we can say, hey, best conference, and then BYU. Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF can say we're playing better competition, we're in a bigger conference, we get to go play under the lights more often and have potentially bigger non-conference games and actually compete because they'll be able to recruit better and say they could potentially take over the Big 12 Conference and become that champion, have a chance to actually winning the national championship because the group of five teams don't have really any chance of making the playoffs besides Cincinnati that year. They don't have a chance making the playoff or even winning in the championship just because all the other teams in the Power Five are too strong with... Other recruits, they're, they have more money so they can get better facilities, do all these things better than the group of five teams. So it makes sense. They get more money, better recruits, hopefully a better football program. But, I mean, the Big 12, it's some people thought that the Pac-12 was going to be, is was the worst conference, but now... With Texas Oklahoma leaving, it will most likely be the Big 12 because Texas and Oklahoma left. And there isn't really a team with that big of a market to replace either of those teams or come close to it. And then the future of college football is going to be interesting because I've seen a lot of people say this could turn into the NFL and just be the NFC, AFC, but instead of that, it would just be Big Ten and SEC. I could see that happening years in the future, but not anytime soon, just because the I feel like the NCAA would need a lot of time to make that work, and the travel schedule, like... I'm sure there'll there'll be different positions or divisions just like NFL, like the NFC North would probably just be Big Ten West. It'll be kind of that same format, but even then the NFL teams play that AFC West or one of those teams like once every four years. So that means Florida will be going to like Oregon, Oregon State, and like Washington once every four years, and that's all the way across the country, two different sides. That's a lot of air travel, and I think that's a lot of travel for students because they are still students, probably 
have to miss class on Fridays, maybe even Thursday, just to go on that trip because it is such so far away and I feel like it just cost a lot more. So I'm sure teams wouldn't want that to happen. I think they would still want to play their kind of near home teams because me personally, I wouldn't want to move or travel all the way across country to play a football game for three hours and come back. And I think that would just be a lot on the staff and players because um, the school aspect, like these guys are still student student uh, athletes. And it would just be a lot on um, the travel. Is A lot goes into that. And uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure if the ACC would ever agree to that just because I feel like they're that one conference that Clemson just kind of controls and um, the ACC is very top-heavy, basically just with Clemson and sometimes the Hurricanes. So I'm not sure if they would want to make two mega-conferences. And um, I think a lot of people think it's going to happen. I've heard Kirk Herbstreit say that it's bound to happen, like, in his lifetime. And there's, I don't think, really any stopping it. And that means expansion of playoff, which should happen. But to go back to, like, what this will do is that the SEC will now get more um, money in their television rights because two big market blue blood college football teams have now joined them. So if you think about the SEC, they now have Alabama, Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma, LSU, Auburn, and Florida. It's kind of their blue bloods. And as fans, everyone loves seeing the blue bloods be good. Because college football is better when Florida's good, LSU's good, Auburn's good. And I'll even put Nebraska in there because everyone loves to see Nebraska be good or at least relevant. But now with all the big blue bloods in the SEC, the Big 12 doesn't really have any. Because, I mean, blue bloods make those television rights happen. And I think if with Texas, Oklahoma gone, no CBS, Fox, ESPN don't want to give the Big 12 the same contract as what the Big 10 or SEC got because there's no real huge markets in this conference. And because of these moves... The AA, the American Conference had to go out and get more people because all these teams like Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF were part of the American Conference. So um, they had to go out and get teams from Conference USA like Charlotte, Florida Atlantic, North Texas, Rice, UAB, and UTSA. So this affects... 
so many more conferences than just SEC and Big 12. The American had to go get teams to replace the teams they lost. And now Conference USA, who knows what's going to happen with them because they could just lose Conference USA because people are going to go and continue to join new conferences because they're expecting more people to move and they don't want to be the last teams in that conference and eventually just get plucked and go where they're told. And with this, I mean, the Pac-12 is um, taking... Uh, SMU and the Big Ten is going to be affecting more conferences as well because UCLA and USC will be joining the Big Ten and this is another huge thing because USC another blue blood going to the Big Ten which is full of blue blood schools UCLA is a team that can't get fans in their stadiums, but they're moving to the Big Ten. And I just know that it's going to be a rough going for them because USC, I think, will do fine. But UCLA, on the other hand, I think they're going, I think they're going to be like Minnesota and be an average team but have that one year where they are good and actually has has a chance at winning the Big Ten. But the schedule for USC and like the away games, I don't want to be playing at Ohio State or Michigan in the middle of winter. You, they, those guys have no idea how to play in the snow and the cold and the winds that the big house will give them. So I think they don't... They're not expecting or they don't really know what the away games are going to be like, the environment, the weather. I think the Big Ten will have a huge advantage on USC and UCLA in these games that they want and they want to play them at up north in their own stadium. But even if they do go down to California, I'm sure the players will love it. They get out of the five feet of snow they just had in all winter and get go down to California for the weekend. So I don't really think it's a, any home field advantage situation for UCLA or USC because, again, it's going to be like spring break for the Big Ten teams and it's going to be miserable for when these two teams go up north and play. It's not going to be a fun time for them. And USC will be able to compete, but they still need to play Ohio State, Penn State, and I'm sure they've never had an experience like a Penn State whiteout where the whole stadium shakes. I don't think they've ever would experience that last year or the previous years. College football is going to look very different in these next coming years because the playoffs going to expand, new teams and new conferences, new champions in these conferences. 
and the recruiting, who knows how that's going to work. Is USC going to get those California guys, even though they're going to be playing up north for half the year? I don't, I don't know. But I'm sure that all the teams will figure it out. The conferences will. But I'm sure the Power Five will become two mega conferences in the SEC and Big Ten. And it will be the playoff format that the NFL has. And the season will go on longer. And it's going to create more money for the NCAA and college football and provide more spotlight for these athletes to be recognized. I personally love the way the college football is laid out besides the playoff. I think they should expand for maybe eight teams. But I, I thought the conferences were all aligned well because the Pac-12 had... Uh, Washington, Oregon, Utah, and USC competing for their championship. Big Ten had Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, sometimes Michigan State competing for their their conference championship. And everyone loved watching Alabama and Georgia in the conference championship. Not the playoffs, but the conference championship. And then the Big 12 is always, usually Oklahoma and Texas was in it, facing either each other or a um, lower Kansas State or TCU, which sometimes comes out as an upset, and everyone loves that, seeing the little school beat the big school who's owned that conference. So I, I liked how the conferences were and I'm I am excited and a little weary about how all this will shake up but I'm sure everything will still be college football I'll still watch it every Saturday and I'll still love it and that concludes the college football talk but in this day in sports in 1972 The L.A. Rams and Baltimore Colts swapped owners, and the Colts owner, Ursay, they're still owning the the Colt, well, now Indianapolis Colts, but it's kind of interesting because we will never see that happen again. But, But from all of us at Sports Shorts, this is Nathan Thies, and we thank you for joining us today. Be sure to tune in next time for more sports stories from the NDSU Sport Management Program.